The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Andy O'Donoghue, who's here for Tech Thursday, he wants to tell us about the latest wearable tech. We'll get to watches in a minute, but start, please. But what's a Wi-Fi wedding ring, Andy? Matt, this is, I, I mean, believe it or not, this is a pretty good business. Uh, it's generating tens of millions of uh, dollars and euros, growing by about 20% a year. Came into the news this week because a Czech couple, um, Jiri and Andrej Vedral, Instead of traditional rings ex- being exchanged on their wedding day, they exchanged smart wedding rings. And this particular model has been around for a while. It's called the HB ring from a Czech company called The Touch. And basically, every time one of the couple presses their wedding ring, it physically pulses with the other's heartbeat and it displays the heartbeat as a moving red line around the uh, around the ring and the same in reverse for the other so instead of gazing at your wedding ring for the newlywed and thinking oh i can't wait to go home after work this evening you can press the ring send them your heartbeat and they can reciprocate and if they don't reciprocate because they're outside <laughs> a wi-fi range suddenly panic my partner has died <laughs> well, um, what the ring actually does is it sends you the last recorded heartbeat, you know, so um, it's not going to leave you wanting, which life often can. Um, but um, Matt, these, these, uh, this uh, Czech company um, uh, have just introduced a thing called the Touch Locket, which is kind of the same thing, except it's a locket worn, worn around your, your neck. And the, uh, the locket that they've just produced, the 18 karat gold version, has already sold out. So... We can be cynical, but particularly in Asia, this type of um, jewellery, smart jewellery, is increasingly popular. Yeah, but could it be used to monitor your loved one, to check on their location, to see that they actually are where they say they are? Uh, That's a good question, Matt. And the answer is that all things like this, as we've seen with the, uh, the trackers that people use for their phones and their luggage, potentially... Um, there is. However, makers are increasingly careful now about allowing you to turn off um, no, or turn off a location. So you, you, you opt into this. And I suppose for newlyweds, it's, it's a very sweet, if somewhat nerdy <laughs> idea. I wonder how long they continue to wear them with the rings for. Uh, would, there, how long, would the rings have to be recharged? Are they going to last for life? Because, you know, presumably your engagement ring or your wedding ring, if you don't lose it, will last you for life. Yeah, and you know, Matt, uh, they do need to be recharged. They come in a very, you have a choice of different colour cases, different uh, um, sort of inlaid, um, lovely kind of uh, velvet looking material inside, wooden box. You pop the ring in, of course you plug it in and charge it. They're not cheap, about 500 euros each for one of these rings. So, um, you know, uh, it's a financial commitment as well. Tell us what the latest in watches that you're interested in. Well, recently I've got to uh, test a couple of watches and there's, you know, smart watches um, have very much entered the mainstream. Fitbit and Apple kind of dominate that. But there's a few that are worth mentioning. And every time you and I chat about wearable tech, I get questions about specific sports. A couple of companies I would mention, for instance, Suntu, who are a Finnish company, and they've been making compasses for nearly 100 years. And now they make exceptional smartwatches priced from about 200 to 1,000 euros. But if you are a mountaineer, and I don't mean, you know, if you go hiking at the weekend, if you're a serious mountaineer, um, they have watches that are made for you. They have the Sunto Evo, 
um, which is a diving watch. In fact, that's a diving computer. And it even comes with an attachment that you put on your bottle. So it monitors bottle pressure underwater. So Suntu make a remarkable kind of array of watches for professionals. However, what I have seen happening, Matt, is that recently Apple have introduced the watch Ultra and Garmin have introduced um, the new Forerunner uh, 265. And they are very much aimed, I think, at the rest of us, the people who think we want adventure, but we only want it on Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And what's our prices are they? Well, the Apple Watch, um, you know, is uh, it's the fancy Apple Watch. So it's a thousand euros. It's nine nine nine. And, you know, an entry level Apple Watch costs 300 euros. Um, Their Series 8 watch is 500 euros. But the uh, the Apple Watch Ultra is a different proposition, has water resistance down to 100 meters, has uh, IP6 dust resistance. But it's tested to military standards. And, of course, you do have sort of the Apple um, world, the Apple ecosystem integration for you. So you have all of that stuff on your wrist. But, you know, health tracking remains excellent, but it has a very good GPS. And I think for kind of general sports, if you uh, if you do a bit of running, if you do cycling, even if you're competitive, um, it, it, it's a really nice option. Yeah, final thing, Dom. What's the lifespan of these? And the reason I'm bringing up battery life again, like the way I used to always do with you for mobile phones, mm. I found now my latest Fitbit, when I say latest because I don't know how many I've been through over the last decade or so between Fitbits and Garments, that they don't seem to last. What happens is, is that they need to be recharged far more regularly than mm. they used to be. And then eventually the screen starts giving out. And when you start looking at the price you've paid for them and you're wondering if you're only getting a couple of years out of them, is that actually reasonable value? Uh, you know, Matt, I agree with you and I don't think it is. I think Fitbit uh, particularly had a problem in the early years and they had problems with straps. And I found, like you, they really didn't last that long. Apple Watch has a decent life uh, kind of expectancy, but I think it's fair to expect five years out of a watch. And the charging, the battery charging, of course, does bear a load or carry a load with it. As a result, something like the Garmin, I think you can get about seven days from the Garmin Forerunner and some of their other watches. Then there are the Suntu and Garmin's that have a solar uh, option, believe it or not, built in, so you can get um, charging from them. And of course, we should mention, um, I believe that Huawei are about to launch a new watch in Ireland and the UK, the Watch Ultimate. And the Huawei watches, I mean, you, you, you get something like 14 days out of them, which means less charges. So before you buy, you should consider, yeah, I'm happy replacing it in a year or two, or no, I want this to be a, 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 you know, a watch for um, half a decade. Thank you very much, Andy O'Donoghue, for joining us for Tech Thursday. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.